Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Ah, oh, you ready? You ready for this? Round two. <laughs> what is up, everybody? And welcome into the DMBR Nuggets podcast. Let's go, man! It's definitely day two on the road. We a little vibes are a little low. Energy's a little bit lower. <laughs> Let's pick it up, man. If we we're not like the Nuggets, who day no. well, how is it on? <laughs> Ten seconds For later, second day in a row, he was going to see if I could muster up the strength to pull off an air horn. And I sec- couldn't. Second day in a row, he's like, nope. Tune in for day three. <laughs> uh, we all suspect that tomorrow is going to be the classic Michael Malone. Today was a horrible day of practice. It was not day two. Michael Malone, happy with today's practice. Sloppy, but a lot of energy. <laughs> sloppy is almost like that's like positive, though, because it's sloppy because they're going so hard. Right. 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 Bad energy with a lot of turnovers is really bad. Um, Good energy with a lot of turnovers you take that on a day two of training camp. We are presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. We're, of course, here in San Diego in a hotel room inside San Diego, undisclosed hotel mm-hmm. uh, hotel room, where the Nuggets are doing training camp, not inside the hotel, but just down the road. Um, I guess we probably shouldn't say where they're doing practice. University of California, San Diego. All right, there you go. Uh, otherwise, they'd be flooded with people oogling to try to come down here and get autographs and <laughs> whatnot. Sure, yeah. There's like four people that like try to get autographs. Yeah. There's four like students. One person just... got your autograph. I know. I was actually, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was a popular man at day one of training camp. Day two, not so much. Mingling with the people, you know, saying <laughs> what's up to some fans, talking shop. Yeah. Uh, this we were. I was talking with uh, one of our fans. He's a Lakers fan, unfortunately, Ooh. but uh, likes our show. Yeah, yeah. Um, guys, are we going to be weird timed all throughout the week? Obviously, there's only a couple days, two more shows left in this week. Um, while we're out here in San Diego. But it's just we get done with practice. We come over here. We don't want to go too late. Obviously, then people, you know, out of work and everything else. So we'll be trying to go live. So I saw somebody in the chat saying, hey, you guys started early. We're really just starting whenever we get all of our notes and everything yeah. organized. Another little item of, of house cleaning. No Internet at the gym. <laughs> it's a real bummer. <laughs> Posting things you, very you, difficult. You think there would be Internet because it's a college campus? And you all? would think. Uh, very poor connection. So very difficult to post some things. Today's show, guys, we're going to talk. We talked to Nikola Jokic, the two-time MVP, mm-hmm. um, which was great. Thought he was, yeah. I thought he was pretty good today. We great talked to stuff. Michael Malone. Uh, and we talked to Ish Smith, which was interesting. Ish yeah. Smith, I, I got to say, man, is this the best like collective or average interview quality? The guys are good. Like Ish Smith is good. DeAndre Ayton's good. Or right. DeAndre Jordan is good. Um, Bruce Brown, no. Good, good. 
I mean, good player. I'm just saying, interview yeah. wise, there's like. I mean, I wonder how highly the Nuggets are prioritizing good interview skills in their free agent. Cal's power rankings. Cal's thrown us a bone. Yeah, man. I mean, he's he's looking out for us. I respect it. Thank you, Calvin Booth. But no, you're right. I mean, it's because a lot of these new guys they've been around, but they've yeah. also been on highly like um they're, they're they've been on teams that are in the limelight right bruce brown was just on the nets deandre right. jordan's been the limelight his whole career ish smith he's and never he's been, been a star limelight. player never really been the limelight but he's been around on, would a, you, on a teams can i say that would you agree with this ish smith kind of a star of the team in terms of like i feel like he is getting more attention rightfully so than most like he has this like I don't know how to describe it. There's like veteran role that everybody's kind of like speaking yeah. about. Well, I mean, we can talk about it, but the Padre game last night, <laughs> Ish Smith gets in the group of tickets right behind home plate with is Jeff, he, with he was Jeff the one, Green. Yeah, he was in there with DeAndre Jordan, with Nicole Jokic. Ish Smith is in that foursome. I mean, those are the veterans. I know. Yeah. Yoke's the veteran, though. Yeah. Is Yoke a veteran? <sighs> yeah. But I'm saying, is he like that level of veteran on this team? Yes. So there's like everybody south of Jokic is the young guys. Yeah. But it's it's just funny how that's the group yeah. that it was. I loved it. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Do you want to start with Malone or you want to start with Jokic? We can do either one. Let's start with Jokic. All right. The two-time MVP? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, This was not his first baseball game. It was his second. <laughs> when was his first? Jameer Nelson. When, so back in 2016, Jameer Nelson, remember, he organized another veteran, organized a bunch of stuff in Philadelphia. They went and watched the Phillies play. Mm. So Jokic never watched the Rockies, but he has watched <laughs> the Phillies and now the Padres. Um, he did say that he thought it was really boring the, la- the first time he went to a baseball game. You know, going from the NBA, of course, and even looking at how sports are played in Serbia. Yeah. And and the two games we witnessed there, Serbia, Greece, and Belgrade, <laughs> yeah. and the, the Red Star Champions League game, yeah. going to baseball is probably a slight step down uh, in just excitement. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is what it is. No, but he said this one. They sat. So both guys actually said, him and Ishma said, they sat right like right behind the home plate or whatever. Yeah. And he they, very blown away with how fast the ball is. He was very impressed, hmm. Jokic was. Interesting. Um, you think Jokic could play baseball? Do you think he could hit? What is the fastest pitch you think that he could like hit? Uh, he could probably hit a fifty-five mile. Fifty-five? Yeah, dude. Anybody could hit fifty-five. You could, could hit fifty-five. You, I, I don't think I could hit fifty-five. Are you serious? Have no. you been to a batting cage lately? No. You could hit fifty-five. Have you? Yeah, you could hit fifty-five. You frequent well, the batting cage? I haven't cages? been for like ten years. But I'm saying <laughs> when I went ten years ago, it was like seventy was the one that was in hard my to hit. prime. I could probably hit prime. fifty-five. I could probably hit seventy in my prime right now. No yeah. way. No way. Uh, I'll bet you could hit. 50 you're probably right he's so tall the strike zone is like six feet tall right um deandre jordan jeff green put it together again as you mentioned which i think is cool those guys the duo we never knew we needed uh they're this is a weird thing to say but we are three days into this media day and two practices i honestly think that there is a different feel to this team and i don't mean different as i'm not trying to be grandiose like this is a championship team Mm -hmm. or whatever it's just different in that it seems to be a team that has better perspective, or I shouldn't even say better, more perspective than any of the teams before. What do I mean by that? The guys kind of just, the, there's so many vets that have been through the circus so much that they kind of know the like, hey, 
here's how you ride the wave of yeah. ups and downs of a season. This is how you ride the wave. Hey, we're going we're first game of training camp. Let's go play some baseball. They're probably going to go do something else tonight. Like, I, it just seems, and it's all scuba across diving. the board. <laughs> scuba diving, a little scuba diving, maybe. Uh, it just seems like the whole group. Um, there's. <laughs> It's weird to say this feels like a very veteran team in a way that's super noticeable compared totally. to previous teams. They're just grown up now. And yeah, they're all grown up. Really, every year your flashlights. I on. got my flashlight on. We we've been talking about the Nuggets being this young team. Yeah. So like so often throughout the Jokic era. Yeah. We talk about it. Michael Malone talks about it a lot too. You know, how many times has he said, like, yeah, you know, we're really good, but we're still really young because Jokic, Jamal Murray. Like when Gary Harris here was here, he was still really young. Michael Porter, the core of this team, has grown up together. Now, though, they're not young anymore. They're like a normal team almost. Yeah. With a nice mix of veterans, young guys, and then the core, the big three, is kind of, you know, they're all in that middle sweet spot or close to it. Yeah. Um, that's even you're right that the middle guys even are just old now, so you don't have a lot of puppies running around. Yeah, you have a the couple puppies but... are like yeah, the guys who were just drafted, like it should be. <laughs> you know what's funny, man? If you think about this, like Christian Brown, Peyton Watson, the rookies, right? This is the first year where they've kind of faded to the background. I know we talked to Christian Brown mm-hmm. yesterday, but like in years past, Bones Highlands in, right. like it's gonna look Michael, Michael Porter's Porter Jr., in, yeah. like Jamal Murray. This year, you're almost like oh, those are the rookies, man. Right. Like, like they're not. We don't have to yeah, worry yeah. about those guys. <laughs> yeah, they're good players. I'm yeah. not trying to dismiss them. I'm just saying the top stories. In years, how many years past has a rookie not been like a top three or four story? And they're just not because this is yeah. such. There's so many other, you know, the veterans are the story now, and I, I guess that's what I'm I'm kind of getting at. Um, <laughs> Yoke's so funny because you asked, you talked to like Coach Malone, as we'll get to later, and you're like, "What's today's practice? Today's emphasis was different, you know, this or that." Yes, Jokic, like, what was different about this practice? Nothing. They're all the same. It was a practice. <laughs> it was a practice. He said we played a little bit. We did the drills. You know, that's it. <laughs> so I love it. In Yoke's mind, there's just like it's like camp, basketball camp. Yeah. Um, but he did say that the value of this time right now, he actually was very insightful. He said the value of this time right now is getting used to each other. We don't practice very much throughout the season. Um, so this is the chance where you have to like kind of learn everybody's tendencies, have them learn yours, and you get on the same page, which again is it's a little detail here. Again, people don't realize how little they practice. This really is the intense part where it's like, oh, this guy likes to do this thing. Okay, this guy likes his this here there. Um, then you ask him about chemistry with you know the new guy. Somebody asked him, you know, what's it like with uh, you know some of the new guys or whatever. And he goes, to be honest with you, I've only played with the starters. Yeah, like I've only we're doing five on five, and I'm always on the same team with the starters. They're trying to build that chemistry with one. Tells you a little bit of an, you know, they're trying to stick very closely to. Hey, we want this group to work together and this group mm-hmm. to work together. Um, but, uh, but, but nonetheless, so, so he hasn't, I don't get the sense that he's played like with bones a whole lot so far yeah. through training camp, for example, just one example. Um, he did say this part though, um, about getting back together with Murray and Michael Porter in particular, he, cause he did say that, you know, he's trying to like get the chemistry again with those guys. And he says, it's fun. This is a direct quote. It's fun. You know, <laughs> like I said, it's really natural. It feels easy. I think we'll be back really soon. And I bring that up because this was a talking point from Malone as well. You know, one of the things I gather is that Jamal Murray looks really good, but he doesn't look maybe maybe 100% like he has in the in right. years past. So he looks very good, knows what he's doing, but that there's still these there's levels to all of this. So when they say good, it's sort of like on a scale. And But Jokic seems to think that this is not going to be a long process. Mm-hmm. Those guys will all be back very, very quickly. Love to hear it. I mean, it's the identity of this team. 
the Nicole Jokic, Jamal Murray, two man game. Right. And I mean, those guys just have such a good feel for each other. It has been 18 months right. since Jamal Murray has played in an NBA game, but I agree with Yoke. I think it's going to come back pretty easy. I think it's just going to be like riding a bike, riding a bike. Now, here's what I love. Yoke did say because he was talking I, last year. Do you remember he had the quote that was like, I think we can be really good, but we have to play together. It's all about at, can the, end play, at the end of last season, like exit interview type stuff. And he yeah. it it just sound, sounded like he was trying to make a point about like what the key was for this team. I asked him about that. What does it mean? You know, how do you get there? And here's his list. This is the Jokic keys to how Howard, to play write together. This down, everyone. Write this down. It's the Jokic book. Piece of paper. I love it. Number one. Number one. I'm going to list. I don't know if these were in order the order he gave them. But number one, know the plays. That is important. <laughs> don't you find that actually an interesting number one? Well, you wonder who hasn't known the plays in the past. I think a handful of guys. Now, here's the thing. He actually mentioned knowing the plays like three or four times today. Mm. Um, and I, obviously, some of this is probably because you are going through that's, you know, a lot of new guys, <laughs> a lot of new guys. But also just this is the time of year where it's like, hey, this is what we're calling this action. This is when yeah. we run that. This is what we're doing. But nonetheless, knowing the plays and I asked him, how many plays do you have to know? Because I mean, honest to God, this is like one of those things I always go back and forth on. How much is there going to, you know, how much do you have to be able to do this? He said, I think there's like 15 entries, 15 different, like we start here. And then there's options uh -huh. off of those that would technically make different plays. But 15, hey, if I call this action, we're running that. If I call this, everybody gets to this, this set here. So knowing the plays, number one. Number two, knowing the spacing. Mm. I love this. I'm telling you, Yoke, the game's so simple to him because this really is, if you broke it down into pieces, this is it. I always talk about it. it's not just the plays. Everybody's playbooks are like 70, 80% the same. Yep little differences mostly on like out of balance or out of timeout stuff the spacing on it is the key and different players have different spacing if you're being placed in one position if you play you know one of the cool things about denver is with Jokic being a center you get to run things differently you can put the center in the point guard spot and it changes the play entirely but to make that play successful it's not just yeah i know this play we always run it i'm always in this spot it's like no we're running it for yoke which means the bigs over here which means this spacing detail is just a little bit different we need you to be here so knowing the plays knowing the spacing um knowing the timing nice another piece of this which is just like hey this is an easy game you just have to understand that there's rhythms to all of this be here for this play. Be here. Don't cut until this happens when it's this guy. If we're running this play with a different guy, then maybe it's a little bit different. And I just love this because to me, this is the game is this simple. And I think the fact that he's bringing these up on this is what it means to play together. Those being the first things like this is kind of to me, because then he gets into the things you would think he mm -hmm. would talk about first. But he mentioned those first those things first. And to me, it was really um, insightful. Know what to expect from each other. Of course, that's yep. just chemistry. And then respect each other and respect each other's spacing they go on the spacing but here's why i but so am i so am i like this is the thing i always talk about the entire game of basketball could be like described through the lens of gravity right when we talk about Here gravity we well <laughs> gravity and spacing are connected but what it is is i love that first he says it as academically understand the know the playbook know the spacing know it and then there's a second layer respect it because this is the thing. Sometimes your job as a player, oftentimes, what did Michael Malone say yesterday about trusting each other with different things? Oftentimes, your, your responsibility as a player is to cut hard 
at the right time and clear out of the way to the right spot. Of Not course. because you're going to get the ball, but because it's somebody gonna, else is going to somebody get the ball. or just because it's going to open up the play. That is the idea of respect other people's spacing. Yes. This play isn't about you. This play is about my spacing and I need you to be out of the way for it. So to me, I just thought it was really interesting of one, understand how all of these pieces work together and two, respect the spacing of other people's. It's a respect mm. factor. Don't cut into somebody else's lane. Don't try to post up behind somebody when we're trying to run an action yeah. over here. Don't have your feet a couple feet you know to the wrong you're not all the way in the corner you're a little bit up don't do that because it just makes the defensive help another foot or two closer which makes the play harder so i kind of love this that this is in his mind what it's all about is the game is very easy to read if you're a player like Jokic when everybody does what they're supposed to when the game right. gets harder to read when players start doing going outside of those lines it's like bill belichick always used to say what did he say do your job that sounds so profound. Just do your job. Bill Bill, is he good And the coach? rest will kind of take care of itself. Is he a good coach? Is what kind of question is that? I'm just saying. Yeah. Greg Popovich and, and Bill Belichick. Are they good coaches? Yeah. Yes. Are they good coaches? Yes. Well, they lost their guy. They're they've lost their touch a little bit. I'm just saying. Okay. Coming in hot today. Okay. Um, where are we at timing wise? We got a little bit more. Um, he was also asked about like what you have to do coming into camp you know, to, to make it a good camp. And he said, being calm, which I love. I love Yoke when he, nobody else talks about calmness. I'm always trying to think who Yoke is talking to through his <laughs> comments. And I'm probably overthinking it, but is he talking to Michael Malone here? <laughs> yes. Why are you so uptight? <laughs> You're right. Was, I love Just be calm. Well, it is funny. If you think about what well, later on, we're going to get to Michael Malone. He was like, there was a frenetic energy today to, to, to practice. And then Yoke's like, yeah, be calm as in like, Hey, so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe there is something here. He's they're on the same wavelength, but be calm, getting ready, being in shape, knowing the place, big emphasis on knowing the place again. Who <laughs> is he talking to here? That's what I'm thinking about. Respect each other. So know the place very much. An Run important to the thing. corner. Was that in there? <laughs> Around the corner was not in there. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, so then again, 15 entries, five, six, ten options. Um, over the summer, it's funny, Yoke says, um, he was asked, somebody asked him, like, in the offseason, you know, or like, was there a point in the offseason where you're thinking we really have a chance uh of winning a title? He goes, To be honest, I don't think about the game over the summer, <laughs> which I love. He's like, I you get know. away from it. It's not till I get back here that I yeah. start to think He's about like, those oh, things. Do I need to fire this jockey? <laughs> yeah. Do I need I, to get a new one? I'm telling you, I, I honestly think there's something to it. By the way, he did say, though, the other day at Media Day that he doesn't take a very long offseason. Mm -hmm. Like, he starts training almost immediately. Right. Like, some guys will not touch a basketball for a month or two. But I think it's so compartmentalized. It's not like, you know, sometimes you'll see players that are like, it's oh, it's July, but we're working out, baby. We have a championship at mine. Like, Jokic almost compartmentalized. I'm working out to be in shape and to be the best I can be. At the end of the summer, I'm going to come to a team. I'm going to join a team. And by the way, like, why would Yoke think about the Nuggets? He played for the national team first. You can't, like, just skip. Sure. You know what I mean? If you're working out all summer yep. for the Nuggets, and then you show up at Serbian training camp, like, I think he's honestly, like, working out to be the best Jokic. And then he yep. joined the national team to be the best national team. Now he's joined the Nuggets to try to be the best Nuggets. So. Sure. I think that's just how he compartmentalized things. But he did say there are three people he texted. Did you catch this part? Were you in on the scrub? I did hear this part. All right. Well, I was going to quiz you. Um, three people that he did text. I think you could guess that one of them was Michael Malone. Michael Malone. I think you could. What do you think they texted about? <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you, I don't know. Yeah. Probably nothing. Just, hey, how you doing? Good. 
Hey, good to catch up, man. Uh, Jamal Murray. I think you could probably guess he texted Jamal Murray. He probably just missed Jamal. The third one, and again, I don't know if this was a complete list. This is just the people that he mentioned. Jeff Green. Jeff Green. He's like, please don't take me to a Padre game. I traded him. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hold on. Can we do the, we do the wind horse? Hmm, why why would that? he be texting Jeff Green? Who went to the Padres game? Who was there? A lot of the team. How many? No, there wasn't that many. I think there was more there that and that was in the photo. Right, well, here was Jeff Green. Left. Jeff Green. I'm just saying. DeAndre Jordan. Ish Smith. Three new Nuggets. Three free agents. I'm just saying, is Jeff Green a like a, a Jokic whisper? <sighs> well, do you get the sense? There was a moment in the hype video that the Nuggets put out yesterday yeah. from practice where they had some um some nice moments <laughs> i think he could be uh, I, I think there's something there i think there's something there also i wonder if he was just maybe getting the lowdown on like the newcomers to the nuggets and jeff green is i i think he's taken over the monte morris role as like the pied piper maybe in terms of being the guy who knows everybody else throughout the league I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't know the backstory. Um I'm just saying Monte Morris knew everybody throughout the league. Jeff Green also knows everybody throughout the league. All right, here guys, DraftKings Sportsbook. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win. Get $200 in free bets if they do. Right now, DraftKings Sportsbook also has the stepped-up same-game parlay for every leg you add. You can boost your wings up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNBR to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. When you place a $5 bet on any football game, that's code DNBR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, also, game time. Download the game time app right now. Don't mess around with looking at all those different sites for tickets to sporting events. Don't be trying to compare which one's cheaper. Where should I get the tickets? Where are the service fees here? Don't do any of that anymore. Game time. It's your go-to for tickets. It's going to be your go-to for tickets to sporting events, concerts, shows, whatever you need. They've got these awesome last-minute price drops. Game time. Download the app. Use the link in the YouTube description to buy your tickets or the link in the podcast description. Make sure you use that link. Game time tickets. Download the app on your phone. It's going to be where you go to get your tickets to sporting events, shows, concerts, whatever you need. Uh, use the game time app and the link that we have. Alrighty, we are back here. Segment two. If you guys have anything for us in the comment section, um, you know, any questions or things you want answered, Kale is starring those. So if you have any anything there that you want us to kind of go over, go ahead and send them in. Uh, we'll get to them in segment three. We're still on the two-time MVP, though, by the way. His okay. media available. He actually gave us a long time today. It's the early part of the season. Everyone's like <laughs> giving us their time. It's great. Um he talked about the national team. Jokic did. I was asking him, you know, I actually shared the, a little anecdote. I, when I was talking to a guy named Milan Doset, who is like the general manager now, you were there, but we were talking to him about 
um, of Red Star. Of Red Star. Uh, yeah, sorry, general manager at Red Star. Um, he was talking about how teams, it's like not uncommon for a team to do everything together. Right. You like will enter the locker room together. You'll exit the locker room together. You'll go, you'll do the game. Then afterwards, you'll go out to eat together. He said, if you show up, there was a cool detail. If you show up at a restaurant together, you guys say, hey, we're going to meet here at six o'clock. You don't enter the restaurant or don't go to your table until everybody's there. That's like how it is at a lot of nice restaurants. You know, you can't get seated before the rest of your party. <laughs> so you think this was more of a nice restaurant? No, I, get, I get what you mean. The point you do was everything there. as a team. You do everything as a team. There's no like, oh, so-and-so is not coming tonight. It's like, no, if we're doing a team yeah. event, we do it. So I asked Jokic about, you know, because he was talking a lot about togetherness, you know. So how do you build that? Is it like this? And he said, it's different because the national team, you play because you want to. Here, it's your job. <laughs> which was kind of sad for me <laughs> kind of like oh, oh man. man oh man you wouldn't do I mean, this. he's right he is right you know it. just don't say uh. it you don't think yoke would play for the nuggets just out of love for no? us you don't think you'd do it just for love love of the nuggets uh. yeah probably not um and so he said it's a completely different mindset everyone over there is speaking my language which is obviously a, I, I mean i've all long said yoke needs like um his English can improve, it'll improve his leadership. Mm -hmm. um, we don't see each other that much on the national team. In the NBA, you're together eight or nine months. It's a long time. But on the national team, it's not that long. Yeah. So it's almost like making up for lost time. You know, these guys are friends of his. So you get together, it's like you just want to be together. And he would say, we had two practices to per day. Then every we go to lunch together. Then we go to one room and hang out together. It's a different mindset. Just in one room. Just in one room, all those seven footers. Can you imagine? We saw those guys at the airport. Serbian dudes in one room. Yeah, Miltinov and all these just massive dudes. Just hanging out. Terrible in there. Probably does smell pretty bad there. He also. It's kind of funny. Yokes like really telling how the world works here because somebody asked him like, "Hey, Malone said you didn't have to practice, but you did anyway." And he says, "It's training camp." You're getting paid to practice and play the game. So right. it's part of your job, I think. Right. He was just asked, why are you practicing? Why are you much? practicing? You obviously could take the day off if you want. And he just yeah. said, well, it's training camp. Yeah. I'm supposed to practice. But I like that differentiation between playing for the national team and that being basically just pure love of, yeah. you know, of the game. And also, <laughs> I wonder how good Jokic would be if instead of the NBA season being nine months, it was three three month periods or or like, you know, like shorter periods, shorter windows, because the whole point about we're not get together long. So when we get together, it's like fun to be around mm -hmm. each other. I was like, yeah. oh, that's kind of cool. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, we've we know that and we talked about that with Yoke. He treats the NBA season like it's a job. Yeah. He comes over from Serbia in September. Yeah. He comes to work. He lives here because he's working here. And then he goes home when he's done with work after the playoffs. Yeah. Hmm. It's just how he operates. I think it's I think it's healthy, honestly, like for him to look. At oh, I honestly think Jokic. I mean, like it sucks. He's kind of got sometimes. it figured out. He kind of does. Like, yeah. I think Jokic has a good like grasp on mental health and like how it yeah. works. Like he, he has a great work life balance. We'll I get think. we'll get to that, too. Um your flashlight's still on. What's FYI. going on here with this flashlight? <laughs> What's going on here? Uh, I do think he... We'll get to it a little bit later. Ish Smith had a quote about him that I was... Huh, that kind of describes him well. Um, and lastly, he talked about having veterans. He did say it's good to have veterans. Good for young players to see what it's like to stay in the league and what you need to do and how you're supposed to do it. I'm telling you, veteran is like... If we had a world word cloud of tr training camp and media day so far, veteran would be one of the big words. 
in the yeah. middle because it really is noticeable. This team just has a real veteran feel to it. Yeah, real veteran feel. So just funny. A, a calming veteran yeah. feel, as Aaron Gordon said the other day. Should we move on to Mike Malone? Sure. Do you have any other thoughts on Yoke? Did he say anything about your shirt? Uh, no, but I did point it out. So I'm wearing a, a shirt of Dushan Ivkovic. You can't really, nobody, you can't really, that's too small. This is a Dushan Ivkovic who is um, one of the legendary coaches, won several gold medals with uh, Team Serbia. Um, and Jokic was, he just, he was like, oh, that's really cool, man. Like, really cool. Oh, shut oh, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if I would have kept lingered like longer, he probably would have said, good for you. <laughs> Good, good for you. That's his conversation ender. That's, a, that's the walk off. <laughs> uh, no, he thought it was cool though. Uh, I nice, think, I nice. Uh, Michael Malone today. We all predicted if you go back to training camp, yeah. day two usually a negative day. But this year, we think tomorrow's the negative day. <laughs> There's got to be one really negative day. You gotta. It's the whole like. It's like the prison rules. You gotta like. You know. You gotta yeah. kick one person's ass. So everybody else the, gets scared. It's in training camp 101. Training the book camp. that's been handed down from generation of coach to generation. We all believe that's coming tomorrow, but we thought the vibes were too good this year that it was not going to come on day two. And sure enough, that was the case. Michael Malone in a very good mood um, today. Yeah, uh, I thought he was in a better mood today than yesterday. He, yeah, you know what? He might have been. I just, I get the sense. I think Mike Malone likes vets. I think all yeah. coaches like vets. Like when I did, you know, with, talking with George Carl all the times, like he always would talk about, why do you got these young players on the team? Like you don't want them. <laughs> yeah. I think coaches just love vets. Um, well, even um, like we were talking about at the top of the show, we've always talked about whoever the Nuggets just drafted right. as a key player yeah. or somebody who yeah. could be in the rotation. Bones Highland could play a big role this year, even going back to like an RJ Hampton. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. RJ Hampton was kind of a storyline during camp. Could this guy play? Yada, yada, yada. Now, just Christian Brown, he's good. Is he going to be in the rotation on opening night? Probably not. Probably not. On so night. It, it just, also, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But it's just all about guys who have been there before this year. Uh, 100%. Today, they finished with the scrimmage. Michael Mullen said there was fewer turnovers, but mm -hmm. it was still sloppy. And then he gave this gem. He says, I've always thought that the game should be played at two speeds. Defense should be frenetic and offense controlled. Mm -hmm. He said, right now, everybody's playing at one speed, but it's good speed. It's like frenetic. I guess if you're going to err on one side, you might as well be too amped up. Yeah. And, you know, early on. And he's so he almost seemed I mean, he keeps talking about turnovers as a point of emphasis, but he doesn't seem bothered by the way the turnovers are getting generated. If that makes sense. I feel like he's more focused on the defensive effort and this or that, and that's what's leading to the turnovers. The team he thinks will settle in here in the coming days. But this is part of why. If I could write the script for tomorrow, Harrison, tomorrow, very sloppy turnovers. Even more turnovers. Or the same amount, but it's like, you know what? I've let this slide for too long. Michael Mullen's got this stat in the back of his pocket that he always goes to that um, the Nuggets gave up 20 points off turnovers against the Warriors in that playoff series. Right, yeah. I feel like we might hear that stat again tomorrow. I think we probably will. I think we probably will. But he did. Well, this is why I think tomorrow is the day for the, the, the grouchy Malone. One, I'm not sure how much Jokic will participate tomorrow. I kind of get okay. the sense, even even though Jokic will probably want to, that he'll hold him out. Maybe he'll if give. If there's a scrimmage portion, he'll If there's a scrimmage. Out, and, yeah. and he might even give it the old, like, uh, you know, I want to get a look at some other guys. <laughs> like, sure. That's how you talk Jokic into Yeah, it. I mean, I want to get a look at Grant Golding, too. Yeah, Grant Golding. There you go. The baby Jokic. Um, by the way, that's true. Grant Golden, baby Jokic, I'm told, out of uh, Richmond. Yeah, there's some, there's some chatter. There's some chatter that Grant Goldberg might be the facsimile of Nikola Jokic for Goldberg? Gold, Golden. Golden. Yeah, yeah, Grant yeah. Golden, which is a good name, isn't it? 
Grant Golden. Doesn't that sound yeah, like that, a player? It's alliteration. It's always good. <laughs> but also Golden. Bruce Brown. Are you talking about golden. the Golden Nugget? Oh, stop. <laughs> do, you know, stop. do you know who Grant Golden's going to play for? The gold. <laughs> the Grand Rapids gold. Is that gold. why he's on Grant, the team? Grant, Ra- Grant Golden with the Grand Rapids gold. Yeah, I Try mean, to say that. Grant, Grant Golden, golden with, with the Grand Rapids gold. Yes. Come on, baby. Checking in for the Grand Rapids gold. It's Grant Golden. <laughs> I mean, I know the G League, like a, a big priority in the G League is just getting people to the games. Grant, having Grant Golden is just a huge draw for the Grand Rapids gold. <laughs> this is like when Bull Bull went to the Go Go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he appreciated the effort and energy for the first two practices. Um, you know, he gave Zeke Naji a specific shout out. Now he was asked about Zeke Naji, but he gave him a specific shout out and kind of went on. And, and this was a cool detail. Apparently in the in the in the gym at the practice facility, there is a picture of Zeke Naji from his rookie year and a picture of Zeke Naji like after the summer, after his rookie year. Uh, but basically a before and after picture. And it, the underneath the caption says, what did you do this summer? The point being, Zeke Naji is an example of what you can accomplish in one summer. Pre-summer Zeke Naji and post-summer Zeke Naji are like two completely different wow. bodies. And he said, like, that's like a thing we actually have up to kind of tell other players, look what you could do. Um, and he says, you know, with Zeke, he's going to work hard. You know, he's got a great work ethic. He's on the, and here's what I like. He's on, and meaning in training, he's on the offensive glass. One of the most vocal defenders we have at camp. Love to hear that. Uh, so he's really happy with him over the first two days. Then I love this part. What has he told us about Zeke Naji? What position does he play? He is an NBA big man, I believe, was well, the that's, quote that's, at media. Let's day. go to Generation 1. What's Generation 1? He is a power forward. Yes. He is a four. Then it's, he is a big man. Why put anybody in a box? Sure. Why, why? put anybody in a box? You can play multiple positions. Versatility. That's a good thing. Yeah. Today... I think Zeke's a five. Okay. <laughs> Zeke's a five. Okay. I view him as a five four, not a four five. That's what he said. Okay. First as a center can slide into the four. So take that for what you will. I mean, we're putting Malone on the spot. Like we're sitting here because all What's we have to do. Rotation? Yeah, we're sitting here just talking about these same for things. DeAndre yeah. Jordan? So he has a million things on his mind. I'm sure he's not really speaking out of two sides of his mouth. It's just that we're picking up on funny little uh inconsistencies this is what we do this is what we do but i thought it was hilarious um you know he did talk so i don't have any other zeke Naji notes the one thing i will say is i heard i heard a little birdie told me that zeke Naji, uh that zeke Naji had the play of the game today or of the day dunked on a few guys in transition i'm told wow dunked on a few different guys wow. so so there you go zeke Naji. i don't a, can you picture him, zeke Naji. can you picture him postering somebody he would poster somebody, but like wouldn't say anything. Of course, but I just am trying to picture him even postering somebody. Like I don't, because you know, like Jeff Green, Zeke Naji, Zeke Naji is such a nice dude. He'd be like, it's not, dunk on somebody and just be like, sorry. It's not even the niceness. It's just that I don't picture him. I mean, he's a good athlete, but I don't picture him as the guy that like you're either a quick jumper or a super high jumper mm-hmm. or just like a super through you jumper. And he's neither of those guys, neither of those things. But. Yeah. Apparently he caught a body today or yeah. two. He had a good day. Like people said he looked good out there. And you know, that's great to hear because no. yesterday Michael Malone told us what his first run at the bench rotation was. Right. Zeke Naji wasn't in it. That lineup isn't set in stone by any means. It's right. fluid, but 
it's good to hear I even that that Zignaji looked good today. I even talked to somebody today that said that, that that very thing. Don't read too much into that stuff just yet. We'll see how it shakes out. Um, so great to have Jamal back. This is according to Michael Malone. He says, but here's what he says. People have to understand Jamal is not where he is going to be. Mm-hmm. We keep getting a little bit of mixed messages. I think this is the most important one. It looks good, but I know that is going to get better as Jamal gets back. And he's talking about the two-man game between Jamal and Nicola. It looks good, but I know it's going to look better as Jamal gets back into game shape where he completely has no concerns about his knee. I think he will get back to that in a hurry, but it still looks pretty good. I think it's safe to say now that Jamal Murray is not 100%. Right. He's not Jamal Murray yet. Will he get there? I think so. I definitely think so. But to start the season, we can definitely say that it's not going to be the old Jamal Murray right away. And right. that's okay. That right. that was expected. He hasn't played in an NBA game for 18 months. It's going to take time. He's in a really good spot right now, but I don't think you can say he is 100% of himself. KCP has been a really seamless fit. He's about all of the right things. This is, again, according to Michael Malone. But here's an interesting detail. Today, he had a little bit of hamstring tightness or calf, or, or tightness. calf tightness. Calf, calf soreness. A little think. calf soreness. So they sat him out of the end of practice where they did five on five. Plugged Bruce Brown in with the first unit. Bruce like Brown, that? which I, I kind of did too, man. I'm telling you, like Bruce Brown, if we did like a stonk report, we'll probably do one on Friday or something. Sure. Uh, a little stonk report of training camp. To me, he's up there. Like when I heard, okay, KCP's out, Bruce Brown's in, I go, man, I'm curious about that group. That lineup kind of makes me intrigued. That's a lineup I'm really curious to see, like mm-hmm. what its strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah, and then the next part of that is Christian Brown was elevated to the bench group in Bruce Brown's place, which is I think not wholly surprising. No, not Ish at all. Smith maybe could have been elevated to that spot, but I don't think there was anybody else that you would have maybe slide everybody up one and it play would extra be big. Christian Brown. I mean, because Davon Reed already on the bench group, so yeah, right. Christian Brown's the next guy up. Peyton Watson, or yeah, you could have slided, slid Davon Reed up to three, to two, and then played like Jeff Green at three or something. But no, nonetheless, Christian Brown in with the second unit. Hmm. Um, second unit leadership, I am told, uh, it was funny because you're almost like fishing for something. Like I'm, I'm almost fishing for like Bones Highlands. He, you know, leading that second unit, like what have you here. And I said, who are, who's been the leaders of the second unit? And he goes, that group has a lot of leaders. Jeff a and DeAndre, a lot of vets, but a lot of leaders. Jeff and Vonde have, uh, and DeAndre have been very vocal with the second unit. Bruce Brown carries himself like a 10-year vet. And he kind of just stopped there. And I just thought that was interesting. I don't think he was not mentioning Bones for anything like that. But it just it's funny because we talk about the young players on this team. Let's just go through the roster. Jamal Murray, a vet. Mm-hmm. He's maybe not a true vet in the he's sense of the word. He's a vet for this But team. he's not a young player either. KCP, vet. Vet. Uh, Michael Porter, young player. Young I'm going to call young player. Sure. Aaron Gordon, vet. vet. Jokic, vet. vet. Uh, you go to the second unit. DeAndre Jordan, vet. Jeff Green, vet. Uh, Bruce Brown, vet. De- and then you have Davon Reed, young player. Bones Highland, young player. Young player. So you got three young players out of your top ten, basically just yeah. three. But the youngest, Definitely the fewest they've had. But the youngest of them is Bones Highland, who is the captain, so to speak, because he's the point guard, the captain of the second yeah. unit. So just kind of an interesting thing there. And when I asked him about the leaders on that second unit, you know, he mentioned Jeff and DeAndre. Yeah, I'd be so curious to know if Bones Highland learned anything from being Monte Morris's understudy last year, because Mo- Monte Morris led the bench unit for years yeah. here in Denver. He was so steady, and, and I wonder if Bones was able to kind of pick his brain and. And get some insight on, you know, what what went into being that 
steady hand with that second unit and the, le leading that group. To me, there's no question he did. Yeah. There's just no question. Um, and then lastly from Malone, he said, somebody asked him about like championship mentality. He said, setting small goals. It's not just to win the Larry O'Brien. He's like, it's we just want to be process oriented. So for us, it's all about, let's see if we can do what it takes. Let's just go like try to have good practice after good practice. So, mm -hmm. you know, some teams come in and they like are doing the, hey, we're here to win a championship. The Nuggets are not doing that. They have said in their exit interviews next year is about winning a championship. So we know it's the goal. This is not about it's not the goal. It's just not a daily thing. They're not coming yeah. in every day saying, remember what we're here for, boys. We're here to win a championship. No, he said set small goals and then try to accomplish those. Love that. Um, so um oh the last part i'll say here and it leads into what we'll do in the next segment here talking about ish smith he reiterated again that is a team full of vests but especially singled out ish smith who he said has been around since he, i think he started to say september and then he goes since august actually so like ish smith just one i think Ish smith you know what i think he is hooper I think Ish Smith is a guy that likes to be in the gym. I really do. I think Ish Smith, yep. he's talked a lot about how much yep. he just enjoys the process. And I don't mean Hooper as in a guy that just, I just mean a guy that I, I think he looks like he had a vacation and he probably had a vacation early last year, April, right? Never seizing it's over for him early. The Wizards? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're they quick, out far. with the quickness. So he gets, he has his vacation, but I get the sense he's the guy that like June rolls around. He's like, all right, I'm, I miss basketball. Where, yeah. where do I get to go? Who? Yeah. For he, a guy like Ish Smith, you know, playing pickup in the middle of june like that's just that could be a vacation and if you want the buzzwords from from michael malone in addition to vets which we already have here's here, here tell me all the buzzwords here vets ding understand the urgency ding and discipline ding discipline, it's needed yeah. to win in the nba so there, yeah. there you go michael malone discipline and um don't talk about it be about it yeah don't talk about it um let's be about some ad reads Let's be actually let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. The Breckenridge Brewery Broncos Country Beer. The Broncos Country Pale Ale. It's your go-to beer for Broncos season. You can pick it up at Breck Brew. If you don't know where to get Breck Brew, where you are, check out the Breck Brew Beer Locator, www.breckbrew.com to find a Broncos Country Pale Ale near you it's got that broncos logo on it you can't miss it tastes great it's your perfect beer for broncos season check out the broncos country pale ale also going to talk about evoca tv go to evoca.tv slash colorado 10 to get ten dollars off your evoca tv subscription for those first three months evoca tv they've got altitude sports at&t sportsnet they've got tons of other national channels as well cut the cord with cable nobody watches cable anymore it sucks it's overpriced i'm gonna give you guys an exclusive you guys ready for a navaca tv exclusive oh man i believe with quite a bit of certainty that the dnvr serbia feature film i don't call it documentary what do you want to call it feature film though biggest project we've ever worked on will premiere october 27th october Thursday, 27th october 27th. just under one month away mm -hmm. wow you can only watch that on. You can only watch TV. it on Evoca. Can't TV. watch that on Comcast or Directv. No, nobody wa Nobody has cable anymore. Get Evoca TV. Go to evoca.tv slash Colorado ten. Save ten dollars off your subscription. We have, I believe, a title, and soon a poster, and very soon a trailer. Oh man! I I'm mean, telling you, I'm excited to drop those things. I'm you, so excited you've seen for this Entourage, project, right? I've seen Entourage. Remember when that Medellin 
trailer drops. I, I, can I, I actually haven't seen Entourage uh, that very much. I've well, seen like well, a let, let me give you a, a brief little history Not lesson. taken with it. Um, in Entourage. Yeah. Yep. They dropped the trailer for okay. Medellin. Okay. <laughs> it was the most fire trailer ever. <laughs> really? It blew up. Oh, wow. And the movie was huge. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you how the movie actually turned out. Was it a flop? It was a massive flop. <laughs> it was the worst movie of all time. But the trailer was so dope that wow, everything was good. And it blew up. Fantastic. So I hope the Serbia documentary doesn't follow that same script. I love but, this um, question. For, somebody says, did, did, did Jokic give you anything for the documentary? I Give you anything as in like, did he send us like footage or anything like that? No um you know we didn't really interview him or anything like that but you know the entire thing is about him in a way so yeah um so yes but no um before we get to guys' questions i see some people have sent some good questions and super producer kale has put together we've been talking a lot you know about nuggets training camp mm-hmm. nuggets media day these things have been we we i famously called nuggets media day a 10 out of 10 I thought it was a 10 out of 10. It was. It was great. A great media day. Allegedly, there are some that were less than 10 out of 10. Oh, God. <laughs> Kale, what do you got for us? Should we go around the association and, and check out some other media days? Let's do it. Yeah, literally, like, I can't. I really can't run. So, um, can't run or jump. So, there's, like, a range from, like, 30 to 60 degrees when my knee is bent that I have, like, no force. And I can't, like, you know, catch myself. So, until I can do those things, you know, I, I can't play. So, I did rehab. It was getting better, but it was not to a point where I can get out there and actually go out there and run at, you know, full speed or jump. So surgery is the next step. This one sucks, man. This one's a fat drag. Like, yeah, not being able to run or walk kind of uh, kind of doesn't let you play basketball. I mean, Lonzo Ball's career at this point to me seems in jeopardy. Like he almost reminds me a bit of like a Sean Livingston. Brandon Roy. Uh, Brandon Roy was a little different. Brandon Roy is more of a Derrick Rose where there was a meteoric rise. Like to me, it's more Sean Livingston where I've always said, you know, Lonzo to me is a great player. He's not a star, but he's like an A plus role player, like an A plus plus role player. And I mean, like he might end up just missing like more than he's already him and MPJ have basically played like the same amount relative to, you know, how many years they've been in the league. So missing what likely to be an entire season it's a bummer man i do wonder if now when i think about the brightest line because i love lonzo i love players like lonzo um when i think about what's next for lonzo my thought is he might have a sean livingston career where he misses like a large majority of the middle part of his career and then comes back as this like super good vet some team takes a flyer on when he's 30 maybe the nuggets get him get him and he just becomes like this cornerstone piece of a championship team because he's really good it's just you could never bet on him being healthy for long enough so geez kale uh way to bring it down what a bummer uh what other bummers have do you have in store for us congratulations on obviously getting the getting the deal um just maybe your your thoughts that now that 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 you got that maybe what was your initial reaction once the Suns matched the Pacers off I was happy it was all done I guess that's it? Yep. Okay. How have you and Monty kind of been able to move I haven't on? spoken on No, I haven't spoken at all. Ever since the game. So, not, not even, not even know. I'm here. Are you happy to be here today? Yeah, I'm alright. 
whoa, what? <laughs> I saw that quote come out yesterday from Aiden. Yeah, me too. It's not the that, video it's not is so much worse. How has there not been uh report? I know <laughs> Suns gauging trade value of DeAndre Ayton. Uh, I mean, clearly there is. Like we, it's so funny, man. We talked about the DeAndre Ayton saga, and like, well, we'll see. Like, oh, once you sign a deal, everybody's fine. This or that. Turns out that's not the case. Vibes bad. Yeah. In Phoenix, um, DeAndre Ayton would very clearly rather be playing Call of Duty than at Suns practice. You go. I- I'm telling you, like you. They're compared to the Utah Jazz, who lost to the Denver Nuggets in the bubble. When you blow a 3-1 lead, and there's all that like tension between Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, and you think, like, can this can you fix that? Is it like sometimes things happen? And it's like, hey, things are too bad. Don't try to run it back. Yeah. And we've wondered if that was the case. I'm ready to go ahead and say it. Suns should have shaken it up this offseason. I think that this is definitely is it like you can't salvage it? I'm not going to say you can't salvage it. I'm just saying that I would bet my life savings that they are not salvaging it. Uh, it doesn't seem like it. I mean, they're coming apart at the seams. Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder demanding a trade because he lost the starting spot. Jay Crowder made a whole mixtape of First him. of its kind. The first of its kind. The first type of mixtape. There's never been a breakup mixtape before. He made a breakup mixtape. It's a mixtape of him with piano music, and he's saying he they don't respect me anymore not great not great bob so there i can't believe it i'm I, here's how hot of a take i have for this i am downgrading the phoenix suns to not contenders wow yeah i mean you gotta have some type of chemistry to be a contender you just gotta want just just a little bit you just gotta want to play together yeah. all right what else we got kill i know you don't typically pay a lot of attention to this stuff but I think ESPN had you 17th. Are there six, Were? That's yeah. good. Are there 16 players in the league that are more impactful than you? Probably so. Probably about 25 of them. So I get in where I fit in. I'm not worried about it. 17, that's a good number for me. From where I come from, 17? I'm taking that. Are you pro-Jimmy or anti-Jimmy? I love Jimmy Butler. Love him. I'm turning on Jimmy Butler. Because I love the spirit of Jimmy Butler, but I don't like the packaging of Jimmy. Jimmy Butler's too aware of Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's too aware of what makes Jimmy Butler special. I love Jimmy Butler. So you're calling bullshit on that soundbite. I just am saying it's a little too... I'm just over it. Like, oh, Jimmy Butler feels underrated? Is this breaking news in 2022? (laughs) He is underrated, but him feeling underrated is like, come on, man. Yeah. Play a new note. I love Jimmy. I do too. I actually really like him. I'm just saying. I'm do you up. like his hair? Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of his hair. Yeah, he's got to cut it. What else we got? Oh, it's a the question. Okay, let's wait. Oh, let's see there. You, yo, Aaron says, yo, my guys, what's up with the coverage? I can look up almost any team and see on court footage of these practices, but not on the Nuggets. I don't know. I mean, we don't have access to the. Um, yeah, we're not in the. Practices. We're not in the. We're not in the practices. They let us in during the when practice is over, and you know, guys will do little shoot arounds. And then, like I said, we don't really have like a, a great internet to do videos. I do have some video. Actually, I have a video I'll post after this. Michael Malone draining free throws with Colin Gillespie, father and son shooting. They hoops. they look like such father and son combo, <laughs> and they don't miss. It was pretty great. Um, I don't know what to tell you. You know, the Nuggets control. Um what gets posted and what doesn't and they're not really posting a whole lot right now so 
So I don't know. It's a bummer. I'll, I'll, my my hunches we'll see a lot more in the coming days. Well, usually there's a scrimmage day where they've scrimmaged a little at each of these practices, but there's like usually a full scrimmage day where they'll scrimmage for an hour and a half right. and be more formal with refs and a. And they had refs today. Score. There are refs there today. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, Nicholas says, what non-Jokic two-man game, if any, can you see developing in the squad? I have an answer for this, but I'll let you go I first. I have an answer, too. Let's Bones see. Highland, DeAndre Jordan. Really? Yeah. Really? Why? Um, well, going from DeMarcus Cousins to DeAndre Jordan, and DeAndre Jordan, you're getting a guy who's going to roll to the rim. DeMarcus Cousins just exclusively pick and pop, pretty much. And Bones Highland loves to get downhill, loves to get into the defense, so... I just feel like that's going to be a combination that works. Yeah. Bones Highland to DeAndre Jordan in the pick and roll. Mine is Jamal Murray and Bones Highland because okay. I have be, just because Michael Malone has singled it out. It's not what I anticipated seeing, but Michael Malone has singled it out. So I'm like, huh, I guess we're going to see a little bit of that. Yeah, it is too early for me to really know. Um, but those would be ones that I would I would kind of expect. Mm-hmm. Another two man game I'm more excited about than I was maybe a week ago is the Bruce Brown Jokic two-man game i'm curious to see what those two guys whip up uh yeah bruce brown setting the screen with yeah. Jokic handling the ball super fun yeah it's gonna be a banger all right what else we got jk walrus pound says which games teams are you guys most excited to see the nuggets play and what are you interested in seeing i'm very curious to see the first time the nuggets play the timberwolves of course how that matchup hmm. looks Who's guarding Jokic in that matchup? Is it Town? Is it Gobert? Uh, so, I mean, that's that's kind of the first game that came, comes to mind for me. For me, I'll say Phoenix Suns. <laughs> Part of this is because they're starting to implode, so I'm getting a little bit more excited about it. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. People talk trash. They're terrible at talking trash. D-Line's in the chat. I'm going to give D-Line some advice here. Maybe I'll really prep him up. I'm going to maybe give him some prompts. If you are at the Phoenix Suns game, I think you should buy tickets for right behind the Phoenix Suns bench. This is my theory. Okay, yeah. don't get banned by Chris Paul. So well, he's been known to do that. So just he record say anything. Yeah. So him. just record yourself so he doesn't claim you say you know say anything bad. All you need to do is every timeout, every opportunity there is to, to heckle, you just say DeAndre. Why does Chris Paul blame you for everything? DeAndre, why does this team not want you on their team? You would get kicked out so. Quick. Why? You get kicked out for anything at an no, NBA wait, game that's, nowadays. There's nothing wrong with it. This is actually you'd get kicked out because it's true. You'd be like, DeAndre, why do you think that the entire fan base doesn't like you, but they like uh, Devin Booker? This is what I would ask. These are the questions I would ask. <laughs> These are very detailed questions. Very detailed. Nobody ever asked detailed questions. I feel like if you ask, here's what I'm saying. If you're DeAndre Ayton, you know they hear like you hear boo, you suck this. Like falls in. But if you ask that, like if he hears somebody asking that, like Devin Booker sitting next to him, don't you think there's a little like he'd be like, what? They'd be like, hey, man, even the fans know it's true. I'm just saying that there's nothing more fun than to trash talk your way into a breakup. (laughs) Trash talk your way with full, complete sentences. (laughs) You're not telling you this is how you heckle. Have you never heckled? You've never heckled, have you? I haven't heckled in years. (laughs) I used to be a great. I don't heckler. even know how to heckle. I used anymore. to be a great heckler. I used to be a great heckler. Yeah. What was your go-to heckle? No, I'm saying you get things that you could tell. You know, 
you, yeah. you, a player gets pulled out. Next time they're on. No, you, I'm just saying you just watch the game. And you're like, hey, the coach doesn't trust you or what? You know, like he pulled you out when the game got close. Eric you know? in the chat says, what am I supposed to do with this? What do you mean? What do you I'm giving you a, a heckling? This is I, I can't believe people are going to go there and just heckle and say the dumb things. I'm telling you. Athletes hear everything, but they don't hear this. You give them the truth. You give them the real, and it's like, oof, this one hurt. How to heckle with DNVR. DNVR explains heckling. What do you mean? What am I supposed to do with this? D-Line, you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to go to the arena and buy a very expensive ticket. His tickets are not that far from there. All right. What else we got? What team can guard the Nuggets the best? I mean, you mentioned Minnesota, who I'm very curious. I don't know if they can guard them the best or, or what, but that's an interesting one. I mean, the Warriors. Oh, I don't see. I disagree. Here's the thing. He asked the question, who can guard them the best? I think the Warriors can score on the Nuggets the best. You know what I mean? Like the Denver can't stop the Warriors or has the hardest time stopping the Warriors. But I don't think they can guard them at all. I mean, they put up 118 offensive rating or something against them in the playoffs. Maybe it was more than that. It was 122 something. So I don't think that that the Warriors can stop them. If you said just who can stop them, well, you got to start with somebody that can guard Yoke. <laughs> okay. I mean, at least a little bit, you know, somebody that <laughs> who can guard Yoke. Uh, hmm. Let's hear it. Who's the Yoke stopper? Well, uh, maybe Minnesota with two bigs. I don't know. Uh, there's nobody who can guard Yoke. But That's who can? The thing. I... Draymond Green can a little bit. No, he can't. A little bit. No, he can't. I don't know. I, yeah, maybe he says somebody says the Suns. I don't think so, man. I think Yoke solved DeAndre Ayton. I really do. Um, man, that's a good question that probably warrants a little bit more thought. The Clippers have guarded him okay in Actually, the past, and then he's just scored forty nine on them. I'd be curious to see what New Orleans looks like. Um, Boston, New Orleans having now Zion and you know Big Val. Maybe that's something oh, you do. Please, please. I'm just Come saying on. it's too big. Too big. I don't know. Big Val. <laughs> You know, like the Big Val. Big Val. <laughs> Big Val's good, man. I'm gonna say the Celtics. Yeah, actually, that's a good answer with with Rob with, with Time Lord Who's when he's healthy. Probably gonna be hurt. And you got Horford. You know what? Yeah. That's a good one. Might be the Celtics. Ugh. All right, what else we got? That's a really good one. Is that it? Oh nope. He says Johnny says. Do you think Malone will pick and stick with lineups that he chooses now, or will he be fluid during the start of the season? I think the Nuggets will have a starting lineup that is the starting lineup all year when healthy. I oh, think the he'll starters, yeah, of course. bench lineup. I could see the stars a, are absolutely locked in. Nothing's changing there. I think like regardless of what happens, bench. I'll, I think unless, there'll be some movement, like an injury or something. Yeah, I think the bench will have a little bit of movement. I wouldn't be surprised if Christian Brown broke in. I wouldn't be surprised if Zeke Naji either broke in or yeah. broke out. Or I think there's going to be more movement on the bench. Definitely than there's been in recent years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Any others? What else we got? Two more. Nino says, who's the best Nuggets defender against Luca, Steph, Kawhi, Paul George, Booker, CP3, and Giannis? All right. Luca, easily Aaron Gordon, Steph, Bruce Brown, or Contavious Caldwell Pope. Um, Kawhi, man, probably, probably AG. Mm Mm-hmm. But maybe Bruce Brown, Paul George, probably AG, but maybe Bruce Brown, Booker, KCP, Chris Paul, man, Chris Paul, probably KCP. 
Giannis, probably Bruce Brown. Giannis, probably uh, Aaron Gordon. Michael Malone at practice yesterday gave us all a task that none of us did. Yeah. And the task was to go back and watch <laughs> Bruce Brown's defense on Jason Tatum in the playoffs last year. And Malone said something like, I've never seen somebody guard Tatum like that. Yeah. Um, I didn't do that task, but uh, I will. You're going to take his word for it. I, I will, and I'll take his word for it. So if Bruce Brown can, you know, if he guarded Jason Tatum really well in that series, he might be the answer to a lot of those. The last one, I have a hot take for you. He said Giannis. Maybe it's Jokic. Here's the mm. here's a crazy thing about it. And we saw this in the Serbia-Greece game. The key with Jokic, if Giannis hits his threes, all bets are off, right? And he, But he doesn't hit yeah, his threes that often. But Yoke's really good at giving lots of space and playing the positions, which is what you need. He is really good at baiting his matchup <laughs> into doing right. the thing that they shouldn't do. So true. So true. So maybe Yoke's the best for Giannis, and then you just dare him to play small. Yeah. Uh, all right, what else you got? Is that it? That I there was one it. more. All right, that was it. Uh, it says one more start. It does say there's one Should more start. But start uh, it was the one he just did. Okay, That's we're done. All righty, guys. Um, that does it for another edition. We may have a special guest tomorrow. I'm kind of hopeful, but we never know. Um, but we are here, obviously, in San Diego. Two more practices, two more videos that we will be bringing you of, of reports from training camp. I believe tonight, maybe as early as in like 30 minutes, I will be hopping on playback. So I have compiled uh, the entire Denver Nuggets playbook. The entire Denver Nuggets playbook from last season. I actually talked to Michael Malone about it today. It was kind of nice. He actually w went over some different things to help me kind of analyze it. Nice. Um, I'll be hopping on playback. I'll put the link out and everything and have people hop in. And I, what I'm hopeful for is this will be a thing that is ultimately for DNVR members only, but I'll do the first one. Maybe the first two I will do for free. But what we'll do is I'll open up a playbook and say we'll go through the 21 series. 21 is a uh, like a transition play, a, an action they run in transition. And off of that, you have 21 Nash. You have 21 Rip. You've got 21 Speed. you got 21 Punch. And I'll go through the entirety of it and explain the differences between this play. When do you run it? What is the defense trying to do? What is the offense trying to do? Why would you run the specific play? Who's Who do you put in different ones? And I've got so many examples of all these things. I think for the people that really enjoy the X's and O's of basketball, this will be a great interactive way for me to kind of walk you through the, play, the Nuggets playbook one set at a time with you being able to kind of talk to me in real time. So it's kind of like the list. Maybe that's what I'll call it, the list live. There right? you go. The Denver Nuggets playbook where it's the list, but we're going over it. So if you want to stop me and say, Adam, hold up. What about this? Or what's going on with this guy? Or why did that happen? And it'll be an opportunity for me to kind of interact with you. So I think you guys will really, really enjoy it. And like I said, I'm going to make it uh, free, open it up for the first one, maybe the first two. But after that, for DNVR members, of course, it's $5 a month. It's a practically nothing. It just supports yep. us and keeps us going. It allows us to continue to grow as a company and to continue to keep to do these things. So become a DNVR member. You get access to all of our written content, but you also get access to a lot of this really, really cool stuff like the list live, which will be coming up. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Super Producer Kale. Great work today, everyone. We'll see you guys tomorrow.